This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 1882. English vocabulary for this day and age. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 200 million times. Are you feeling stuck with your English? We'll show you how to become fearless and fluent by focusing on connection, not perfection with your American host, Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz, and Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, coming to you from Arizona and Colorado, USA. And to get your transcripts delivered by email every week, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash subscribe. How do you feel about the current climate? This episode is not about the weather. Today, learn how to use the word climate to have thought-provoking conversations about politics, economics, racism, and change in English. Wondering about your fluency level? Take our simple English fluency quiz and find out if you're 50% fluent, 65% fluent, or 80% fluent. Plus, get ready for an exciting new course release coming up in early June. Learn from real English conversations so you can finally get competent. Take the quiz at allearsenglish.com slash fluency score. Hey, Aubrey, what's shaking? Hi, Lindsay. I'm great. How are you? Excellent. Excellent. What are we getting into today on All Ears English? I have a question for you okay. here. All right. Ask what away. Is, what is something that's different in this day and age from when your parents were young? Yeah, I feel like so much has changed. My yes. parents grew up in the 50s, so I can't imagine a different era, right? The All assumption, right. I think, in the 50s, honestly, is that a woman would not work, would not have a career. And if she did, I think she was a, a nurse or a secretary, right? We yes. know that from Mad Men, right? <laughs> we know the show Mad Men, right? And all the media from that time, my grandmother was a nurse, which is really cool. Um, but yeah, I don't think women really had careers in the business, business world, yeah, actual no, really positions, mm -hmm, yes. leadership I, positions. I feel like we could almost answer everything everything's changed everything's like so changed. much about technology the business world for sure and that's a really big one for women that yeah mm -hmm. it's it's normal you know standard for us to have a career um at least in the united states but in our parents day and age it was not yeah and, i mean that's not to say there's not a lot more progress to be done oh, right sure. i mean there are some famous female ceos but i think female ceos also don't get as much leeway or forgiveness as male CEOs do, right? But we could talk about that yes. another day. Ooh, interesting. <laughs> I would climate. love to, to have this conversation, to have our kids have this conversation yes. and see what it's like for them, right? It's yeah, so interesting. things will change but even more. Yeah, yeah, this this is interesting. Um, so I use that expression in this day and age. Mm -hmm. And that is one of the expressions we use to talk about now compared to the past and the expression in today's climate came up um, a few episodes ago in 1852 when you and Michelle were talking about words for like stomach, tummy, tummy and belly. belly. It's such a fun episode <laughs> and discussing how today's climate can be difficult to stomach. So we're going to get into this a little more today because, oh, it's so interesting. Yeah. But guys, make sure you hit follow on this podcast right now. If you are not following us, you want to make sure that All Ears English comes up in your deck. 
so that you don't miss a single podcast. We publish four days a week here and go back and check out that other episode, 1852, right, Aubrey? Yes. So interesting. And um, get to talk about that you're having trouble stomaching something in today's climate is so native and natural. You don't want to miss that, you guys. Yes, it's so true. Okay. So the term climate, right? Let's get into it then. Yeah. yeah. So our first expression, we say in the current climate. Mm-hmm. So to define some, some definitions here, climate in this sense is not about the weather. It's the immediate presence or the most recent up-to-date time, right? Mm. We're talking about our current time. Yeah, that's that's the most important key, right, for today. We're not talking about the weather, the storms, the hurricanes in Mexico, not talking about that today, right? <laughs> right? Yes, when we say current climate, right, we're talking about the sort of general development of opinions or of yeah. situations at a particular time now, right? If we say current climate, we could say the climate back then and the current climate is the current situation. Yeah. And so we're going to give you guys some situation where this comes up the most right now. I would say number one is definitely politics, right? Mm -hmm. So the political climate. And that's what I think Michelle and I were talking about in that episode. Yes, exactly. Right. We might say our current political climate is quite volatile. This is Mm -hmm. a really fun word that means unpredictable, likely to change and usually for the worse. Right. So it means we're a little, um, we're not feeling really good about the current Mm. climate. Yeah, I mean, that's a great bonus for our listeners for today. Guys, write that one down. I'm sure that'll be in the app as a keyword, right, Aubrey? I'm sure it will. So guys, get the Allers English app. But yeah, unpredictable, volatile. I'm feeling that way about the stock market right now, right? And that leads into the, the other one, which we can go back to number two, but economic climate, Aubrey economic climate for Mm -hmm. sure right we might say in today's economic climate it's difficult to feel financially secure or what you were saying in today's economic climate stocks are all over the place yes exactly or the i guess i don't hear the term market climate i just hear market on its own to kind of mean the same thing would you agree with that Yes, yeah. very much so, right? The mm-hmm. the economic climate is the market. They're synonymous for sure. Is the market. Yeah. And what else? Do we have one other scenario? Yeah, the social climate, right? We might say, thankfully, in this social climate, we're trying to be more aware of others' feelings. Um, so then we're talking about more social um, awareness. Yeah. And I think around the pandemic, right? We kind of entered into a a new and more advanced and more evolved kind of social climate. Would you say so in terms of our social consciousness, our awareness of society and challenges? Definitely. Yeah. This is fascinating to me because I feel like um, getting away from sort of the culture you grow up in can sometimes do that for you. For me, moving from Idaho to New York expanded my awareness of social climates, right? I realized, okay, things are maybe different than I realized. My opinion started evolving. And I think that definitely happened during the pandemic. Technology started with Zoom and everything. I feel like the world just opened up Mm. and, and we sort of hit this spot where individuals are more likely to stand up for what they want and what they need. And it was just Mm -hmm. the perfect moment for social awareness for a lot of us to say, yes, right. Say what you need and let's fix some of these things. Absolutely. Now for you, Aubrey, was it more powerful moving to New York or moving to Europe as a younger, like a teenager in, you know, 18, 19, that what was more powerful? Very good question. Mm -hmm. Both were eye opening for sure. But when I went to, to, um, 
Europe, I was still quite young. Yeah. So most of the conversations I was having were with teenagers and pretty superficial. I didn't really have in-depth right. conversations with adults. And, and yeah. but then when I moved to New York, I was married, I was 26, 27. And yes. so I was thinking more about the social climate. I was more aware of it. I was getting outside of my teenager brain and yeah. having those deep conversations and, and meeting people who grew up differently from me, who had different you know, um, orientations in different ways. And, and it expanded my mind to realize like there are good people that are yeah. very different from me and I need to be more open-minded and more aware. And that didn't really happen until I moved to New York and I was teaching in the Bronx and was able to meet all of these amazing people and yes. expand my horizons. I love that. I mean, there's no better place to do that than New York city. Right. And that's the dream, right? That's the dream. If we grow up in rural America, many of us dream about living in New York, right? And we go there for that reason because our hearts want that. You know, we want to yes. see that diversity, that vibrancy that there is in the world. And we don't see that in rural America. Right. Yes. And I just want to share really quickly. This is fascinating. My master's thesis was all about cultural identity. And it, I, it happened because my students had filled out something for one of my ESL classes, asking them to map. Um, different races in the United States and all of them put um, their own race or what they saw in the Bronx, right? It was uh -huh. either Latino or African-American, like big bar chart, and then like white and Asian, super, super tiny, because that's what they saw when they went outside. And it was, it brought up some really fascinating conversations because that was sort of why they felt so underrepresentative in politics, mm -hmm. in the media. Mm -hmm. And just as teenagers, you just sort of know what you know. What you see. And it became a really fascinating study to have those conversations and talk about it. So for the same way that I went living in Idaho in the West and right. what I saw was what I knew, it was the same for them. Yeah. That's so different in a way. It was fascinating, Lindsay. I love it. And we have to know how many people there are that look like us so we know that we have a voice, yes. right? I mean, yes. that's the key, the representation to know that there is a voice that can that people can take Definitely. right? if they feel like they're underrepresented. That's huge. Yeah. So yeah, we have kind of entered into a new social climate. And I think it's really exciting. You know? Yes. So yeah. Okay. So Aubrey, we, we've really got into some good stuff here. What should we, let's get back to it here. So what's another way to say this idea of a climate? Yes. This came up in our initial conversation in this day and age, which we use to say now at the present time, you'll hear this a lot. We use this all the time. Yes. I love it. You know, and you know, in at Allers English guys, one sample sentence, you know, we teach vocab for this day and age. Right. We see that the textbooks are a little outdated. Exactly. <laughs> so we challenge those textbooks, don't we? Aubrey? And we see how English is evolving. Right. And that's mm -hmm. what we want to share with you. How is it evolving? How do we speak in this day and age? Exactly. Do we have a sample sentence here? Yeah, we might say in this day and age, we're more reliant on technology, mm. reliant, meaning dependent, depending on something. Right. Yeah. Imagine if there were a power outage for days and days the business world would really take a hit a, a lot in Arizona. If we didn't have air conditioning, what would we even do? We're very reliant on technology. Yeah. When I think about that, I think about hospitals, right? Imagine Ugh. like hospitals are so vulnerable and reliant on their technology. You know? Yes. Right. They need yeah. the best backup generators money can provide. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So that's good. What else? What else here? Well, there's another one just to say these days, which means mm. now at the present time, mm -hmm. you might hear these days, it's difficult for young adults to purchase a home. It's just and another very native way to say in this day and age to say today. 
Yeah, I love how useful these phrases are for our listeners because you're going to be talking about current events all the time. Trends, what's happening, what's happening with the real estate market. A lot of things are changing, right? Yes. And so that it, it makes for fascinating conversations. It comes up all the time with friends and neighbors because it is changing and, and crazy. And this is what you want to be able to talk about to build those connections. All right. So let's show our listeners, Aubrey, exactly how it's done today in this role play, guys. We're going to be comparing today's business world to what it was like at our first jobs. When was your first job, Aubrey? How old oh, were man. you? What year? Or I was 14 and I worked at a potato Ooh. factory that I could ride my bike to. And it was crazy. It's nuts to me thinking back that I even did this. I would work all night and then I would go to high school the next day. I would work all night. I would work from 10 PM to 6 AM. And then I would go home and go to school and then I take a nap after school. (laughs) Yeah. It probably was illegal then. Interesting. (laughs) Okay. All right. Well, my situation wasn't that extreme, but I worked at a Dunkin' Donuts when I was 16, 15, 16. And I also had pretty early mornings, not all night. I started at 4.30. So I would get up about 3.30 and work until like 10 or 11. So it was a, it was a reality check into the real world for sure. sure. And I'm realizing I was probably 16 when I got that job. That was the legal working age because that was my first like W-2 income. W-2, but yeah. I did have a job at 14 in a potato field on oh a combine, God. like a big tractor, okay. like throwing dirt clods and raw potatoes. Your Idaho it. upbringing. I love it. It's a little <laughs> different for you and I, right? Yours is a little more standard average American. It's first pretty job. standard. Yeah. It had to be potatoes. It's Idaho. It I mean, you know, it had potatoes. to be potatoes. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh my God. All right. Let's do this role play. Here we go. Okay. I'll start us off. What do you think is different about the business world these days? Well, this day and age, individuals are trying to be more aware of diversity at every level. For sure. I think that's definitely something that's changed about the social climate at most companies. Yeah. So guys, short and sweet, but a very common start of a conversation you might yes. have with a friend yeah, or a native and speaker. get deeper mm-hmm. after that, right? Share your yeah. opinions. It's so interesting to talk about. Yeah. So what did we use here? You said, what do you think is different about the business world these days, right? Yes. These and this days. is so native instead of saying today or what, you know, just to, to right. that little expression these days. Yeah. I don't think I would really say in this context today because it's a little too, feels too so intellectual formal. for me, yes. almost like making a report or a presentation, not so much a conversation. Yeah. hundred percent. These days is the, is what we would go with for sure. Yeah. Yep. What else? And then you said, well, this day and age individuals. So we don't always say in this day and age, we often will leave off that preposition. We'll just Mm -hmm. say, well, this day and age, individuals are trained to be more aware. Yes. I love it. So good. So good. So this is also a conversation you could have with your elders, right? This would be really interesting to open that conversation with. I've had this conversation with my grandparents because I am Uh very interested at what it was like when they were young. It's fascinating how Uh much has changed. Yeah. And the thing is, we're going to, you know, as people pass away, we're going to lose all of that information, right? We're going to lose, you know, I just kind of want to sit down with my mom and now my aunt and just like ask them more questions, just try to get more information from them so so we don't lose it. Fascinating. I remember my grandma telling me that um, when she was little, she remembers when there were only horse-drawn carriages, oh <laughs> no cars. Gosh. And I was like, mind blown. Cause you just forget. Right. It wasn't that long ago. She's seen so much in her lifetime. Crazy. Yes. And look at how good this conversation is guys. We could keep going. We can't cause we don't have time, but right. you can now with your colleagues or your friends in English. So what's the takeaway for our listeners, Aubrey? Yes. Don't shy away from using this vocab, discuss the current climate with friends and coworkers. Such a great way to get beyond small talk. Yeah, so good, so good. All right, Aubrey, you have a good rest of the day and I'll talk to you soon. 
You too. Thanks, Lindsay. See you. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. Would you like to know your English level? Take our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash fluency score. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then hit subscribe now to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time.